Hello, my fellow MS warriors. <clears throat> there we go. Sorry about that. <clears throat> I got my Dr. Pepper here, so I'm definitely going to burp. And uh, I want to talk to you guys this morning about something. It's going to be really convoluted, so uh, strap yourselves in. If you've taken your uh, MS drugs or your, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh uh whatever if you've taken your uh, mood altering drugs this morning you're gonna need them so yeah all right this is about ms depression mental illness and work because all of this ties in to things that will happen in your life and i'm not saying everybody's life but there is a very good chance you're going to deal with something like this. So without further ado, let me go into the situation that I dealt with. And maybe it can help you with a future situation you may deal with. Or maybe you're dealing with something right now. Okay. The first thing I want to talk to you about is MS can create this thing called cerebral apnea. Doesn't matter if you're fat, doesn't matter if you're skinny, you can have sleep apnea caused by MS. What that does is it means you don't sleep. By the time they had actually tested me for sleep apnea, I was waking up 70 times an hour. I don't know how long I had been doing it, but I wasn't sleeping. 70 times an hour means that more than every minute I was waking up trying to breathe. I never reached REM sleep. It, it's more like torture than anything else. You, you never get to sleep. I was working a high stress job. I was expected to be creative, manage people. Just, it was, you know, yeah, it's fun. So, uh, that caused, I would assume, me to have some problems making decisions. Now, the decisions I made in my job, a lot of times dealt with people being hurt because I would design machinery or I would move giant pieces of machinery or I would have to figure out how much cement to put something heavy on, or I would have to uh, deal with some huge safety problem and get somebody pulled out of a piece of machinery. And while I'm doing that, negotiate how much money it costs to buy a piece of machinery. And I mean, it was just, it was always hectic. There was always a problem just to give you an idea. So, uh, the decisions that I would make, Sometimes uh, I questioned myself. Now, I never hurt anybody. I never did anything wrong. And I never once <clears throat> broke any rules. Or In the course of my job at that plant, we had many, 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 many people move in and out. They would fire people right and left. One of the people that they fired, one of the, one of the positions they would fire quite often was the accountant position. 
eventually they moved an accountant in that our personalities clashed. When you're an engineer and you run really big jobs, you, uh, you also have really big budgets and you have to communicate with the plant controller, which is the accountant. And you often clash with him. If you have a good rapport with this gentleman, then you don't have any problems. But if you work with somebody that doesn't like you, there's always an issue. So he and I would clash quite often. And some of the decisions I made at the time, I would question how well I was thinking. Because to be honest with you, I don't know if I was firing on all six cylinders or not. My problem here is I had worked with these people for a very long time. And nobody noticed or took the time to actually question how I was reacting or how I was feeling or how I was doing. Even, even my wife or the people at home, there was never a time anybody said, hey, look, I really have a question about how you're reacting to things, okay? The only one person a single time stopped me and said, Hey, you need to go to the doctor. And that was my boss. And that's when I had slurred speech one day and he thought I had been drinking, but I don't drink. So I went to the doctor. The doctor said I had had a heat stroke, which I didn't. And, uh, my boss was a really nice guy. He was a good person. Uh, I was very dizzy for months on end. They bought me a, uh, uh, go a golf cart to drive around the plant in because I was so so dizzy and uh, he was a good man but that's the only time anybody ever questioned my reactions or how I was doing or what was going on the reason I'm bringing all this up is you need to have a support structure people that know you and care for you and understand how you normally are versus how bad you can get because there are going to be points in your life if you let it get that bad that you're going to need somebody to say hey you're not doing okay you need to go to the doctor or you need to stop you need to take a break and you're going to have to listen to them. All right. Uh, and I'm telling you this because I don't want you to end up like I did. Uh, I, I had been there eight years. I had worked my ass off and uh, I got fired. Uh, I got fired for, for making a decision that I still don't understand why it was taken the way it was taken. Everything was in writing, but I got fired. So then I spent two months looking for another, the longest I had ever been out of a job. I, I've been out of a job 16 weeks my entire life, and that was 10 of those weeks. So I got hired at another company, and this plant was just a disaster, but the people I worked for were amazing. Uh, and my, my, uh, uh, I was, I was devastated. I, I, physically, mentally, uh, just totally devastated 
And these guys, all they wanted to do was build me up. Uh, and I was there for about six months and I had problems with my eyes and I had to change jobs. And I went on to build another plant. The whole time, though, I was still suffering from, <laughs> from all these problems. And nobody, nobody, nobody said, hey, look, you know, stop until I was in a car accident. And then, you know, and then things, you know, ran their course. But you, you really need to develop a support structure. And within the people that listen to this podcast, you can send emails. You guys can you guys can make an email group. You can you can do anything at all to create some kind of support structure that of people that know how you normally are, or, or your family, or your your dog. I, I don't care what it is, but there's got to be something because it MS is such a it's such a creepy, freaking slow. You just don't notice what's going on, disease, and then then you're just you're in over your head. And uh, it's important that you have somebody that cares enough about you to really notice what's going on, right? And I I care enough. I I care a lot about you guys, but I I, I don't see you, and you don't email me, so. You know, uh, Thor's Hammer ZTP at gmail.com. Send me how you're feeling, what's going on, and I'll talk about it on my next podcast. And we'll discuss things. Uh, you, you have to you have to be aware and somebody has to be out there that you can rely on. And, and really, that's all this podcast is about. I just wanted to talk to you about it because it came up when I was uh, swimming this morning and I'm like, you know, I really want people to know how this can creep up on them. So I want you to guys to have a good day. And that's why I picked the picture I did for this podcast, the man standing out there with the, the save me flare, because you, you need a flare to tell people to save you. Have a nice day.